Content expressed in this podcast are our own and do not reflect the views or opinions of any current or previous employers. Boom! Oh, the boom. I love it. I love the boom. <laughs> that's fantastic. Dude, I'm telling you, it's fantastic. So, I don't know if you checked recently, but we are way up there. For, oh, we're, we're practically for, famous. No, we're famous. We're world famous. <laughs> we're world famous. We're known throughout the world. Not by... Nobody would recognize us. I don't think anybody who actually listens to this podcast would care, but... I don't think so. Either. I mean, we care a lot. <laughs> I tell my kids that uh, I'm famous all the time. They don't seem to, uh, they don't seem phased by it. You know what's funny is I, I've talked about the podcast a little bit lately, and they're like, "Oh, you, you're recording a podcast?" I'm like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Yeah, you don't listen." Yeah, it's like we're about to break ten thousand downloads, and they're they're like, "What?" Yeah, they're like, and, "Who cares about you that way?" <laughs> well, of course, that's the first thing. But the, the truth is, like, that's not. I look at these, like, my kid watches a lot of YouTube videos, and these gamers, dude, they, they post anything, oh and they have, like, 1.5 million hits, like, immediately. I'm like, but that's different than a podcast, that? though, right? That's not, like, that's something completely separate from podcast. So, so that I can make myself feel better. Yes, 100% right. it Definitely is. different and not comparable. Dude, I watch, I, my kids watch that crap, and I'm like, really, you going to watch a dude play video games? Do, what? Do you? It's even worse than that. Like, I tell them, all right, it's time to turn the video games off. This is a couple years ago. My boy's 15 now, but... And then he'd stop playing video games, and then he would watch videos of other people playing video games. What is up with that? I'm like, dude, I'd rather rather just play video games. (laughs) Stop watching other people do it. I watch a lot of hunting and fishing videos, so maybe that's kind of the same thing. Oh, my God. You know what, though? When you're hunting and fishing, at least you're outside hunting and fishing. Yeah, but not when I'm watching videos of it. I know, but... I mean, that's true. You're either sitting playing video games or you're sitting watching other people. You know, get out there. Let's sure. explore. Dude, I had like six deer in my front yard this morning. That sounds great. I thought of you. I was like, I should go downstairs, get my bow and arrow set, <laughs> and try and take one of them sons of bitches out. Right. But I, but I was like, out of season in the middle of summer. Yeah. That would have been illegal and disgusting. Oh. <laughs> would it have been disgusting or just illegal? I don't know. It's- yeah, well, the, the, we don't have to get into it, but it's much better when it's cold outside. Well, the bitch is, if I had hit one, then I'd be like, I better call Jason, because I have no <laughs> idea what to do with this thing. You just thing. keep driving. I'd be like, hey, get off my lawn! <laughs> 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 but you know what, that, that ties in, that's a perfect segue, because hunting out of season is unethical. Unethical! And that's what we're going <laughs> to talk about today, is ethics on the job site. Because I, I, I gotta tell you, um, there are a million ways to be unethical on the job site. Definitely. Especially when you control... You know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. You've got, you know, you're managing hundreds of people on any given day. You've got subordinate, like actual employees that work for you. You've got subcontractors that are out there working for you. Right. Um, you know, there's, you know, you've probably heard a ton of stories. I know I have about, you know, years ago, I heard a, a story about a group of guys that were working. Um, they all worked together on separate communities, but they all worked together. And then I heard that they had gone in, like started an LLC and were building houses and they were taking the material from their individual job sites to well, build those houses. I've heard that on a small scale, lots and lots of times. It's crazy. Definitely a really, really stupid way. I always say you, you got a thousand dollar job. Don't throw it away for dollars. Don't throw it away for pennies. Yeah, man. that's what we're talking about here. You, I mean, this is a career that you set yourself up on. Let's well, I think part of think the, about um, it like a career. One of the one of the easiest ways to be unethical on a job site is with the material, right? Because there's a ton of material out there, 
And it's real easy to say, oh, well, you know, I'm doing this side project for my house or for somebody else. Oh, look, here's a, you know, here's a hack of two by fours. Here's an extra window. Right. Here's this. Here's that. You know, you know, the temptation is definitely there, but it's super important. Like I'm a world class dumpster diver. I don't know if you know that about me, <laughs> but I will, I will open up a dumpster and pull some material out of there. You can't come to my job site though, because if, if my boss is listening, we cut every piece perfectly <laughs> we don't have any waste there's no shelving material that's even possible to find oh oh well here's the thing i think there's a difference once the thing is it's designated for trash even you should still go to your manager and say look well, this is trash just to cover yourself i'm taking it it's trash um true. because if you get permission then you're covered but i would I, you know i can't tell you how many times i've been on job sites where guys have Liberally, liberated material that was actually supposed to be installed in a home. That's not trash. That's called theft. Liberated material. <laughs> like freed it from tyranny? Freed it from tyranny. <laughs> you know? I know that guy's not a craftsman. He's going to butcher this material. It's good material, man. i got to take it to my house. So, you know, it's just important to... You know, one of the things that you're tasked with as a... You know what I should have started with? Unique New York. Right. Because I feel like I can't speak today. Well, at least it's not like 4 o'clock in the morning like the last time we recorded. Both of us are... <laughs> yeah. The whole time. <laughs> right. um, what was I saying? Let, let's let's talk about the three main things that we were going to really highlight. You wrote it on the, the outline. Mm -hmm. Ethics on the job. Three key things. Material, subordinate employees... Um, and trade partners. Sure. And and those are like the three that are right in your face as a CM. Always. Yeah. Um, material, like you said, I feel like it's none of the stuff that's on a job site belongs to you. Right. You're there to manage it. You're there to take someone else's money, essentially, buy things with it, and build it for other people that are paying their money, not to you, to a sure. company, to, for you to build it. And like you said, I think what you said that's really, really key is... Even if it's trash, you have to get permission. It's not. There's nothing wrong with reusing what would be trash. I say yeah. I have some cabinets at my house, which mm. I am not ashamed to admit because I did clear it with my boss 12 years ago that I could take these couple of cabinets from my laundry room. But they were actually a mistake by the cabinet company that the cabinet company refused to come pick up. Oh, yeah, man. So that we're happens. talking about a, whoops, I sent you the wrong four cabinets, or two cabinets or whatever it was, and... You know, I'm, I've sent you the replacements, and I say, are you picking these up? And they say, we can't take them back, just throw them in the dumpster. Oh, doesn't that kill you? It does kind of kill you, and I've seen I've seen them do that with large amounts of cabinets. And a lot of times, you know, I think the first thing that you do as a CM on the job site is try to reuse that material. For sure. If you've got, if you've got spec homes and somebody makes a mistake, the cabinet company makes a mistake and sends you out a whole kitchen wrong, but you could reuse it. And still sell it, and maybe not have to like hose them on this mistake that they made. You might be able to help out. That's the ethical thing to do. Sure, you know, try to reuse it first. Not always easy, but you know, years and years when I first got into construction, I had a uh, an entire like library of cabinets. It came out from a cabinet company. Well, the construction manager at the time um, said, "Yeah, we can do. We can definitely do this." Well, I didn't take into consideration the windows in the room. It's like a big study. There's windows all around. So. So, you know, they order the cabinets, everything comes out, and they, their woman, construction manager, says to me, not that that's unusual, 
Um, but kind of it is. Anyway, <laughs> she says, uh, oh crap, I made a mistake. They can't use any of these cabinets. I'm not going to tell the customer that we can't put these library, this whole library system in. So I called the cabinet company and I was like, hey, you got to come get these cabinets. And just like you said, man, they were like, put them in a the, the dumpster. And I'm looking at them. I'm like, I'm not throwing these away. But at the time, I had no idea. I was like, they were like, then take them home. And I was like, I'm looking at them. And at the time, I'm not afraid to admit this. I had no idea how to even put them together. I was like, take them home. Do they have like a manual or something like, that goes with them? Do they, do they come with a crew to install them? Because I have no idea how to do this. Um, but yeah, you know, they ended up going to the dumpster, which is wow. tragic. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons I'm a world-class dumpster diver, man. Right. Because I, I hate to see the waste. I just hate it. I hate it to go into a landfill or whatever. Um, so what do you mean by subordinate employees? So... Um, it's real easy. So you know, we got that we got that uh, email from the guy out in out in the west, who's being used as a basically a punch out guy or a laborer oh, by his right. construction manager. Well, right. So if you're a construction manager and if you have an assistant underneath you, that is not so. The ethical thing to do, the right thing to do, is to train them to take your job, right? Right. To train them so they can manage their own job. But it's real easy, you know, when we talk about to make them your punch out guy. Just to make them your punch out guy, rather than train them which is really what you're being paid to do if you're a senior guy and you have a junior guy whoever your employer is is it's expected that you're going to train that person so that they can do the same job that you're doing um for you to mentor them and if you're not you're really you're i don't want to use the word betraying but you're betraying the trust of your employer and really, you're betraying the trust of that that junior guy because they're expecting to get an education from you. Yeah, because you have manager in your title. That's what exactly. you're hired to do. You shouldn't be used. You shouldn't be using your guy to do other jobs. Exactly. And, and you know what? That goes for things outside the job site. How many times have you heard, you know, an employer saying, "I've got a great example." It's not somebody that that works at our company, or or it's a, it was actually a trade partner, but. And a friend of mine worked for the trade partner, and he said, "Yeah, man, you know, I was, I was over at the boss's house this weekend. I had to pick up five loads of dog food, and what? and I had like this, what? and I had that, and I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Dude? Yeah, that, what? Are that you doesn't quite about? sound like. He's like, well, you know, we're buddies, and I'm like, mm. yeah, he's being abused. Yeah, a little bit. I think that's the case. Yeah. you know, and it's the same. And, you know, it doesn't. It's just not with training, man. You know, when you talk about subordinates. You know, there's sexual harassment." There's uh like I said to a guy the other day, and I gotta I gotta watch myself. I know he doesn't like profanity. Um So he hates you? So he kinda <laughs> hates me. He just doesn't like to talk to me. So and I, I try to be conscious of that when I speak to him. Um this isn't anybody that we work with. This is just kind of a uh a, a sports acquaintance that I have. Um and I said I rattled off I was pissed off about something, and I rattled off this flurry of <laughs> F bombs and <laughs> And without even thinking about it. That's so weird. And I, when I finished, I'm looking at him. And this, he's like an assistant coach. And I, when I finished, I'm looking at the guy. And I was like, oh, oh, I just, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I apologize. And I was like, sorry, dude. I, I know you don't like profanity. And he's like, no, it's okay. But you know what? I know it's not with him. You know, super right. religious guy. Doesn't like the profanity. Um, and I kind of betrayed his, uh, his trust while we were standing there by letting loose with, and it was bad, man. You know, when I get going, yeah, I get going. Yeah, you get like so. It's it's like momentum with Damien. Like That's once he right. gets rolling downhill, buddy, there's no stopping him. There's no stopping. So. I I, uh, I you know I do it too. I slip with that stuff too. That's not really, I, you know, 
it's not. I guess it really doesn't pertain to ethics. Yeah, it sure does, so man. Because kinda. you know, especially if you're talking to somebody that you know, it doesn't have to be an employee on the job site. It, it could be just somebody that looks up to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is the case with the guy I was talking to the other day. Right. Um, you know, I've been kind of helping him become a better coach, and. You're like you're not swearing enough. I'm like, <laughs> listen, you got to. Nobody believes those, you. You got to cuss at those kids. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, and a big one, and I'll, I'll tell you, I had a guy. You know, we're gonna talk about trade partners because uh-huh. it's super easy sometimes to be unethical with trade partners, so, and, and it's easy to like not even realize it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I had a guy come to me years ago. He was a superintendent. He was where he worked for me. He had just started, and he comes to me, and he goes, and I was like, hey, we need to increase our, our subcontractor base. You know, these are the trades that we're looking for. And he goes, oh, I got a great guy, man. He'll come out. He's like, you know what? You know what he'll do? We can just say, hey, I'm going to give you a, a ticket for, you know, 100 bucks, and he'll give you like 75 bucks." And I'm like, what? And he goes, yeah, if you want like a new pair of Oakleys, he'll, uh, you know, he'll buy them for you and just give you a ticket and we'll call it like, you know, silk fence. And I'm like, what? What are you talking you about? You are fired. <laughs> you just started here and you're already fired, buddy. I'm like, hey, dude, you know, and I had to say, I was like, dude, we do not do that. Oh, yeah. I was like, I, I that's rampant in construction. Yeah, especially when there's tons of bills going through and, yeah. you know, in the back of your mind, you're thinking... Yeah, nobody even is paying attention to this. And you know what? I've seen guys lose their career jobs oh, yeah. oh, because yeah. of very small items. You know, and a lot of times it, it is involved with the trade partner because you've got some expertise right at your fingertips. And it's like, well, I call them three times a week yeah. and I've got this other thing. So I'm going to call them a fourth time this week and see if we can't make this work. And if you don't follow your company's policy, because I promise you, if you work for any type of mid-sized outfit or bigger there is a policy pertaining to how you can interact with your trade partners off the job site oh, and yeah. on the job site for that oh, matter. Yeah. But yep. um, you make sure you're not violating any of that when you're when you're doing something small. I mean, you've got work that you need to do. If you're moonlighting, you're probably going to get yourself in trouble. That's mm-hmm. the way it works. Yeah, dude, you know? I will tell you, it's real easy because I mean, you know what it is? It's a it's a, it's a bribe, right? You know, if your contractors are taking you to you know wherever, spending money on you. Off the job site or on the job site, it's it's you really got to make sure you're not uh, breaking company policy because it's very easy for that to be construed as a bribe. You know, like right. I heard stories about guys getting like four wheelers and stuff. Right? How is yeah, that okay? You know, it's 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 you, all the stories I've ever heard from any company about somebody having been involved with some sort of unethical thing. It usually has like the. The intentions started out good, and then we disregarded what made sense as far as ethics go. Like, it was like, I I remember one of them was uh, off hours, the construction manager was actually working for the subcontractor. Like, on the weekends, let's say. Yeah. Like, hey, I need oh, extra man. money, so I'm going to work for you. And then it turned into, like, and I'm going to supply you with these things so that you can work for me. Uh, and then six weeks or six months or however long down the road, somebody finds out about it. And it's basically like, that guy bought you this stuff, and you're working outside of this, and you didn't get permission for any of it, and you're when, fired. Well, not only that, you can't manage them anymore. Right. If you've got that relationship where on the weekends you work for them and during the week they work for you, right. the, the management lines are, are gone and there's yeah. no... Not just you, blurred, they're gone, you're right. They're gone. You have no control over mm-hmm. your, you know... That's why it is so important. If you want to be 
if you take your career seriously and you really want to be able to manage subcontractors or trade partners and you want to be able to manage the job and you really need to be straight and narrow you need to be the example uh-huh. or you need to set the example not become the example <laughs> you know what i'm saying that's a good one so and people and the contractors will you know the people that work for you will recognize your integrity uh-huh. and they will do more for you and they'll do it better because they'll know hey this is a guy he's got high integrity I, this isn't a guy that I can right. manipulate. I can't just buy him lunch and all of a sudden he's going to let me write a $1,000 ticket for nothing. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So you you actually increase your own sphere of influence when you're ethical and when you treat other people ethically. So right. I, I think it uh, it really says a lot to the character of the manager when you know that they've got those kind of ethics going. All right, I got another example. And this is kind of like twofold, threefold maybe. We, as construction managers, want to make sure that we're, since we manage the who's at fault and how much we agree to as a price, that's oh, yeah. a construction manager's job. Talking about like back charges and stuff? Back charges specifically. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, that's a really tough part of the construction manager's job because sometimes, you know, it's not Sometimes you have to basically control to make sure that one person isn't gouging the next. Oh, yeah. And that transaction is happening through you. So controlling that cost and trying to make sure that you prevent those things. I mean, you can't always do it as a CM. You can't always prevent one guy from making a mistake that impacts another person. But when it happens, like, you know. You talk about good, putting good work over bad. No, not good, not good work over bad. Sometimes, like... All right, so here's a good example. When the plumber is is putting his water lateral or sewer lateral, he's tying it in under the footing. But the drain tile guy's already run his drain tile. Okay. If he comes over there and he disturbs some gravel and he lifts up the drain tile so that he can get past it and he does it real nice and neat and they can they can work that back and forth you know a lot of times you'll have them those two trade partners make make an agreement together but gotcha. i've also seen it where the guy got in there with his you know his backhoe and he just hooked the drain tile oh. and just ripped it all the way out of the way yeah, and yeah. dug a huge pit and made yep. a mess and so what you don't want is you have to decide as a cm how how this is going to go if the guy who did a nice neat job you know tried to do as little damage as he could yeah, he's trying to be intentional he's trying to, about what and he then does. he gets a bill you get a bill for a back charge for like fifteen hundred dollars yeah for this little ten dollar problem you have to make sure you don't just pass that down the line you you're responsible for making sure that yeah. it makes sense just as if you were paying for it but you had to call bullshit on that right <laughs> yeah, say yeah. no way. And normally you can say you got these other five mistakes on my job site, and I'm not going to let you do that to me while you yeah. still have all these other items, right? Yeah, yeah. or yeah. that other guy. You know where I see that a lot is when, uh, and just like you said, when, when the trades get upset, they get pissed off, they have to come out and redo the work. They're like, "Oh, now you're going to pay," and they hand you a bill that's filled with anger. Right. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> no man, zeros. I'm sorry that you were upset, but you know what happens? You're going to you're going to damage somebody else's. So yeah, right. that's uh. That's that's important, but you know, and the, the other aspect is, dude, I see construction managers, superintendents, whatever you call them, bullying the trades. You know, we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. You know, when it comes to managing people, there right? was a guy like that that used to work here that uh-huh. doesn't work here anymore. Yeah, dude, my phone rang the other day, and I looked down. And I've had the same phone number for so long, and the number on it, the guy was a super bully, super <clears throat> bully. And I looked down, and I'm like, what? Why is this guy calling me? Right. 
Um, but it turned out it was just somebody from that office. But I had saved him as like super bully. <laughs> so I looked down, I'm sure that's not what it said. It's not what it said. Um, I looked down and saw the number and was like, what? And immediately I thought to myself, you know, I was like in- immediately anxious when I saw the number. Yeah. I'll tell you who it is off air. <laughs> You'll be like, oh yeah, okay. I get it. I get it. Um, yeah, you know, it's, that's a, that's a tough one because sometimes you have to be a hard guy. I mean, sometimes yeah. you have to come and say things that are that are not easy to say to people, but you have to make sure that it makes sense. You make, make sure that yeah. you make sense while you're saying it. Yeah, and that you're respectful while you're doing it. Because you can be stern with right. somebody and still be respectful. Right, and you know, what goes around comes around. I mean, it's you, ha- you have to make sure that you're taking care of these guys because at some point they're going to have to take care of you. I mean, whether you like it or yeah. not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I had a guy, I had a, situ- a recent situation where I had a, a contractor that... Uh, trade partner that I was so upset with but I I was like I'm going to be professional we're going to work through this and they kept letting me down and letting me down and letting me down and I uh, I think I he could he could hear in my voice because I was very direct the last time I spoke with him super respectful no profanity you know no name calling nothing like that but I was like this is the way this is going to go it is non-negotiable. This is non-negotiable. <laughs> this is the this is the consequence of of the continued missed schedule. You know, do you have any questions? And the guy was like, "I, I totally get it." He's like, "I apologize." He apologized profuse, profusely a right. couple of times because he knew. I mean, everything was documented. I'm like, "Here's the schedule that got missed. Here's another one. Here's another one. Here's another one." You know, and here's where we're at. And the guy was finally like, "Okay, okay." Yeah, I mean, and those things usually come stem from real problems that he's probably trying to avoid too. So. Yeah. Just gotta do what's best. Yeah, I think he was just being a jerk. Well, <laughs> it's hard to say. I don't know. It is hard to say. So anyway, so guys, it's it's very important that uh, you you set the example on the job site, right? Be be the guy with the high ethics on the job site. Uh-huh. It, it will it will be reflected in your work and be reflected in your projects. The contractor or your trade partners, your subordinates on the job site will all look to you. As the as the leader on the job, so, you know, there's a, there's an expression: you uh, manage schedules, you lead people. Yeah, so, and it's important point. to be the leader on the job site because you are. Whether you realize it or not, when you are the superintendent or the construction manager, you are in charge of every aspect of that job, and naturally, people will look to you at, for leadership. And it's important to make sure that. We elevate ourselves as managers of construction. We elevate because it's not just you, right? That's a whole, um, that's a whole group that you're representing when you're out there. Yeah. And the days of, you know, I don't want to say chewing tobacco because people still chew tobacco. It's disgusting. But anyway, the days of, uh, you know, of just being some redneck out on the job site and right. you you're in charge because you know which end of a hammer to hold is gone. You know, as a profession, construction managers are are way more sophisticated, I think, than they used to be. Certainly. So, it's important that uh, that you uphold those those ethical standards because you're not just representing yourself; you're representing all of us. So, please, right. you know, do be the best you can when you're out there. Make the good choice. Sometimes it's hard, but like I say, don't want to. You don't want to give up your thousand dollar job for a dollar. No way, man. Make a good choice. No way. And I've seen tons of people get fired for dumb stuff. Um, so we were we were talking last time. So I'm, I'm trying to put together a live event. Did I tell you that? You mentioned it like five times. I think. Yes. Like I'm f- trying. You're 55. But 
I'm trying. It's got to be a good event at a good place. I like I like beer and wine. <laughs> So, <laughs> we're so I guess we're not going to be on the construction side. We were not going to be on a... You know, dude, I, speaking of ethics, I, I told you about this. I used to work with some guys, man. They would get drunk every day. This is a long time ago. I mean, not just like a couple of beers. I'm talking like shots like, of whiskey, like, yeah, tequila. Like putting it back. Like putting it back. And I would sit there and watch these guys. I'm like, you guys are insane. And I actually, I told on them. I went to the like, president of this company. I was like, hey, <laughs> this is what's happening. And he goes, yeah, I'm going to take care Put of that. Put me in a bad situation here. Well, dude, we have the... Two tower cranes right. on the job. You know what the guy did? He's like, I'm done. Take care of this right now. Showed up to the job site, took everybody out to lunch, and <laughs> drank with them. And I was but sitting there that like, doesn't seem like a good way to get your point across, dude. I was, I quit. I was like, I can't, I can't be here. Somebody's gonna die on this yeah. job site, and somebody did die on that job site. But that's, that's neither here nor there. That was a long time ago. Um, I'm sure that doesn't happen anymore. No. Uh, except on a day that ends in Y. Anyway, um, anyway, so we are putting together a live event. We'll have the, we'll announce that soon, as soon as I finalize everything. Um, so I don't even want to say big stuff coming because there's, I keep saying this it. is big stuff. It's already here. It's already. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, so that's it. That's all we got for today. We just wanted to put out a little bit of ethics to everybody and make sure everybody knows uh, what's right and wrong out on the job site. Um, I'm sure we just cleared up all of the questions that everybody had about what's right and wrong. I doubt it. <laughs> Call anyway. us. Hey, if you're not sure and you don't want to ask your boss, get, send us an email. We'll oh tell my you God. if it's right or wrong. I would love it. <laughs> I would love it. Get on. Go. Yeah. Send us a message on Instagram or uh, iTunes or Podbean or wherever you're listening to your podcast. Ask us, man. Or tell us a story. I would love to hear the nightmare stories that you oh, guys yeah. have on your job site. Please, please, because we you can tell that we try to poke around things. We don't want to give up too much information about our own existence yeah. here. But we can give up all kinds of information about yours. Oh, man, so and we will. stories and we will read them straight <laughs> up. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, always keep the, keep the comments coming. Subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, we love it, and we'll uh, we'll be back soon. Thanks, guys. Peace.